right, it looks like we are ready to begin. So once again, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Good morning. I'm Laura Horton Ludwig, the minister of this congregation, and it is my great pleasure to welcome you to the Williamsburg Unitarian Universalists online worship service. Want to share some thanks today. Our greeter is Hans von Bayer. Thank you, Hans. Our other worship leaders today are our worship associate, Nikki Pete our Director of Religious Education, Austin Peterson, and our pianist, Dave Robbins. And I want to particularly note that our AV team of Dave Wilcox and John Trindle, as you will see, is going to get a real workout today. So they do so much behind the scenes that I just want to give them some uh, much deserved appreciation today. Now, if you are on Zoom today, at this time, you might want to change to speaker view so that you'll have a better view of whoever is speaking. We will be muting and unmuting you as needed. And as always, if you'd like to follow along with the order of service, I invite you to visit wuu.org to download a copy. You'll find that download link right next to the links to join by Zoom and YouTube. Now, if you're visiting today, we're so happy you're here. We invite you to share your name in the Zoom chat if you like and share anything you'd like us to know about you. We also invite you to fill out our online visitor form, which is also at wuu.org, right underneath that order of service download link. And we'd love to connect with you later. At the end of the service, you are more than welcome to join in a small group conversation, especially for newer folks. I hope you'll take advantage of that. And we'll also have other breakout groups after the service for anyone who wants to talk about the service and check in. They will be facilitated and all are welcome. Now, I want to tell you one thing about next Sunday. Next Sunday is going to be kind of different. We will have the chance to worship with thousands of other Unitarian Universalists as we stream the Sunday worship service from the annual UUA General Assembly, a convention of literally thousands of people from all over the country and all over the world, in fact. We will be emailing out the link to watch the worship service. We're going to direct you to go directly to the UUA website, but we'll be here in the Zoom room if anybody needs some help getting over there. And we will come back to this Zoom space afterwards for social time. And again, this is all next week, not today, but next week, that's what's going to be happening. But for now, welcome to our annual Flower Communion service. For almost 100 years, Unitarian Universalists have been celebrating the tradition of each person bringing a flower to worship and taking home a different flower as a sign of the beauty and preciousness of each person. This year, obviously, here we are in our homes, our flower communion is online and it will be a little different, but I hope that you will experience it as a blessing all the same. It's wonderful to already start to see some green things in our midst. Some of us may have brought flowers, others perhaps a house plant, or something, a beautiful something, an object that we have right there in our homes. And so if you have not already, I invite you right now, right now, to go get some fresh growing thing or beautiful object to have next to you during the service as we listen to the flower duet from Lakme. Thank you, Dave Robbins.
Thank you, Dave. Again, welcome. We're happy that you've joined us via live stream audio or video or Zoom. Whether you've come seeking comfort, encouragement, or inspiration, you belong here. You're seen here, even if we can't see each other physically. If you're a visitor, we offer you a special welcome and a warm thank you for joining us online today. Now I invite you to join in saying our welcoming words. Please, as you say these words, speak them to each other and know that we are connected across the distance. The words are pasted into the Zoom chat. Let's say them in unison together. Folks on Zoom, we will unmute you so that you can hear each other. And we'll just pause for a moment while Laura pastes. Whoever you are, whoever you love, whoever your image of the holy, presence here is a gift. All are worthy. All are welcome. All are welcome. This is the for the beauty of the earth. The hymn, the text will be printed in the little chat box if you have Zoom. And you're welcome to sing along at home. today, may we be reminded here of our highest aspirations and inspired to bring our gifts of love and service to the altar of humanity. May we know once again that we are not isolated beings, but connected in mystery and in miracle to the universe, to this community, and to each other. Come. Oh, hello. My cat wants to add Come, let us worship together. Welcome, Kitty Worshipful. Now please join me in saying the words to light our chalice. As we highlight Jonathan Newby today, if you have a chalice or candle handy nearby, please go ahead and light it now. Again, we'll unmute you and say the words in unison. The words are in the chat. The warmth of love, the light of love, the light of truth, the energy of action, and for the harmony of peace. 
peace in our hearts, peace in our community, and peace in our world. Peace in our world. Good morning, everybody. Hey, kids. So I have such a joyful story for you today. It's kind of a complicated story. It's got lots of um, moving around and it's got these really cool immigrants that I wanna tell you about. So in the 1900s, there was a woman born, her name was Maya. And um, because she was Czech, um, she spelled it M-A-J-A. So sometimes you see it as Maria, but I'm pretty sure that she pronounced it Maya. So Maya got born in the early 1900s in Czechos what was then Czechoslovakia. And um, her parents saw the turmoil of World War I coming and they said, you know what? We're gonna go to America. And that's where they moved. And she grew up in Manhattan and she went to Columbia University. She got a degree in library science and she ended up working for the New York Public Library System. Hooray for libraries, right? And it was in Manhattan that she met this really cool guy named Norbert, and his last name was Chapek. And um, Norbert had actually grown up in Czechoslovakia too. And he was born a Roman Catholic and had converted to being a Baptist and was an ordained Baptist minister. And they got married in, we think, 1917. And so they got married and ended up having some kids and they started sending their kids to religious education classes. And they, whenever the kids would come home, they would ask the kids, all right, what did you learn today? And probably the first answer was, kids, nothing. But then the more they dragged the kids out and said, no, seriously, what'd you learn today? And the kids told them they didn't like the answers. And so they decided that they would send the kids to lots of different kinds of churches. And for a while, it was kind of like Goldilocks. They just didn't find the right fit for them. Until one day, the kids went to the local Unitarian church. And the kids came home and the parents said, so what'd you learn today? And the kids told them what they had learned about Unitarianism and the parents said, huh, that's pretty cool. And so they went too and they ended up converting to Unitarianism. And they loved it so much that both Maya and Norbert were eventually ordained Unitarian ministers. And this is a story that if you read in lots of different sources, it's often Norbert that's credited with what happens next. But I want you to know that I did some reading and you know who did it was Maya. <laughs> and so what they decided to do was to take their family back to the Czech Republic and to spread the word of Unitarianism. And they went to a really cool city called Prague. And they went between Prague and Berlin a little bit. and. Um, you know, in the 1920s, those of you who know more about Prague and Berlin during that time than I do, I would love it if you would share what you would call the zeitgeist. What was that like? You know, we, we've heard about the Bauhaus art movement and so many other cool things that were happening, but also it was a time of great turmoil. You know, um, all of Europe was having trouble with fascism, um, extremism but also there were cool thinkers, cool artists, lots of different stuff happening. Um, so if anybody has some information about that that you'd like to share, I would love it. But one of the things that Maya decided that really needed to happen in Prague was she took a look around and she saw Roman Catholics, she saw Protestants, um, what kinds? She saw Lutherans, she saw Baptists, she saw Methodists, all different kinds of people. And she, she saw Jews, she saw Muslims, people of no faith. And she said, all of these people are our neighbors. All of these people are worthy of our love and our respect. And she really tried to think, okay, so, but how do I show that? Um, and many of you know that Eastern Europeans have a very strong tradition in hospitality. Hospitality is a really big thing in Eastern Europe. Um, a lot of their fairy tales focus on um, what bad luck might befall someone that doesn't offer gracious, kind hospitality to a visitor. And 
she thought about it and she came up with this beautiful idea that she and Norbert introduced into the Prague Unitarian Church. And the idea was this, flower celebration. So just like the people of Czechoslovakia at the time, there were so many different kinds of flowers. And even if two daisies were brought, two yellow daisies, they're not exactly the same. There are these beautiful differences. Maybe they smell a little bit different. Maybe you would draw them slightly differently. And she really wanted to make sure that differences were not just acknowledged, but celebrated. How can we celebrate these beautiful differences that we have? Yeah, we've got Greek Orthodox, we've got Roman Catholic, we've got Muslims, we've got all these different kinds of people who are our neighbors and thank goodness. We are so glad that that is the case. And so what could represent that better than flowers? And so this was the idea. Everybody bring a flower from your garden. Gather them together in one big, beautiful vase and put them on the altar in this church, which, by the way, had about 3,000 members at its height. Um, it was a huge church in Prague. And, and so can you imagine all of these flowers, all of these different people from the neighborhood? You know, everybody was invited, whatever their faith, no faith, whatever, just come on in, bring a flower and we will all celebrate our differences. And that's what happened. Everybody from the neighborhood came in. They came in bringing their flowers, marching up the aisle and deposited their beautiful flower in the vase. And Maya and Norbert Chapek blessed the flowers. And just as all are called, everybody in the neighborhood blessed these flowers. And the call was, now that these flowers have been blessed, bring home a different flower than what you brought so that you can receive beauty from someone that you maybe don't know so well, or even someone you're not sure who brought that flower. Receiving beauty from a stranger, such a sacred thing, such a beautiful thing. And so Maya decided that one of the things she needed to do was to go to New Bedford, Massachusetts. She um, was leader of a really cool Unitarian church in New Bedford, Mass. And she introduced the idea of flower communion, flower celebration. It gets translated differently in different texts. She brought this idea to America, to Boston, and said, you know what you need? You need to celebrate your differences. I couldn't agree more. And so she introduced this idea and it just took off. It is one of the most sacred, special, beautiful traditions that we have in our Unitarian Universalist faith. And so in the 1920s, that's what she did in New Bedford, Mass. Thank you so much, Reverend Maya. And so when you think of flower communion, I want you to think of this. Radical hospitality, radical love, of your neighbor and receiving the blessing of celebration of differences and not knowing necessarily where the beauty comes from, but knowing that it is beautiful. Blessed be. Oh, thank you, Austin. I so appreciate your, your love for our history and how you offer so much to all of us. Thank you very much. Well, now it is time to have a little celebration. Um, every six months or so, we pause to celebrate the new members of this congregation. And so it is today. We're celebrating those who have joined since our last recognition ceremony in December. Today, we are honoring these new members who have chosen to make a commitment to this congregation by, uh, in many cases, signing our membership book. But since we've gone online, there are some who have signed in virtual cyberspace. So you are amazing. Thank you. Mary Guernsey of the membership committee uh, will be reading their names and you will find in your order of service a link to their pictures and a little bit about them. Mary, would you take it away? Sure. Good morning, everybody. We welcome these new members to WUU, all of whom have joined since December. Those of you who are present here on Zoom today, we will spotlight you and ask you to invite you to wave hello. So our first new member is Elizabeth Ashby. 
there she is. Clay Blanton is coming up next very soon. I don't believe Clay is here today. Carrie Byer. Hey, Carrie, welcome. Good to have you. Susan Childs, welcome. Stephen Dominguez. Welcome. I see at least one kid there. And this is Louise Hamilton. And Jonathan Newby. Hey, Jonathan. Paula Scruggs. Amber Spicer and children. Kathy Sturgeon, hey Kathy. Good to see your face. <laughs> Last but not least, David Welch. New members, we are all so glad to have you here with us and so glad that you have chosen this community of fellow seekers to travel with you on your life's journey. And so for the new members, I ask you, will you accept our gifts of fellowship, discovery, and service? Will you offer us your unique presence and gifts? Will you engage with us as we seek to create a community and a world dedicated to love and justice? New members, in this moment, I invite you to unmute yourselves. You can do it by yourself and please respond. We will. We will. Thank you. Thank you all. And now I turn to the whole congregation. Congregation, will you welcome these new members with the warmth and comfort of your fellowship? Will you seek to add your strengths and talents to the new gifts they bring to us? Will you share our triumphs and our struggles as our community grows and changes? We're going to unmute everybody now or invite you to unmute yourselves. And I ask you to now please respond with great enthusiasm. We will. Thank you. We will indeed. And now let us say together once more the covenant of this congregation, the promise that we make to ourselves and to each other. At this time,
Laura, you're muted. Oh, oops. Everybody got muted and so did I. Um, so what we're going to do now, I invite you all to read uh, with Angela Serber from the membership team, the covenant of this congregation, the promise that we make to ourselves and to each other. And we'll keep you unmuted, but would you read aloud wherever you are? We'll project the words and I'll also paste them in the chat. Thank you, Angela. We promise. To respect ourselves and the inherent dignity of all human beings. We promise to support each other's search for truth. We promise to help each other grow in mind and spirit. We promise to teach ourselves and our children the value of religious thought and feeling. We promise to act responsibly toward the society in which we live. We promise to renew ourselves through shared educational, artistic, and spiritual experiences. We promise to care for each other. We promise to try to live morally and deepen our spiritual lives. Welcome, <clears throat> members. Thank you, Angela, and thank you all. Today, we also have one more group of very special people that we want to thank and celebrate and also commission, and that is the members of our board. This year, we want to begin our board commissioning by extending our deep appreciation to Susan Fournier, who has completed her term of service on the board. And I'm going to ask our board past president, Jessica O'Brien, to offer a few words of thanks on behalf of the congregation. Jess. Thank you, Laura. Susan, we sincerely thank you for many hours of care and attention you've given to our congregation that we might more fully live out our mission and fulfill the spirit of our covenant. Your excellent example has called us all to faithful service in our own tasks. Thank you, dear Susan. And now we will recognize our continuing board members and we'll spotlight them one by one so that they can wave to you. Ariel Ben-Yashai. Hello, Ariel. Hi, Sienna. Board member uh, ex officio. <laughs> and Stacy Bowling. I think Stacy's here. It takes us just a minute to switch pictures. This is why I said our ADV team is getting a workout. Well, we hope that we can catch up with Stacy later. Let's try going to Fred, Fred Gilbertson. Hi, Fred. And Katrina Landon. Katrina, hello. Jessica O'Brien, we know you're here. Thank you, Jess. Let's go to Ben Puckett. Ben is here today. Hey, Ben. Hello. And Bruce Thomas. Hey, Bruce. Thank you. So they've all been continuing on. And now we want to welcome two our newest uh, two board members. First of all, Dave Banks. Hi, Dave. We'll get Dave up in a moment. Hopefully. I know Dave was here. There he is. Hi, Dave. And last but certainly not least, Beth Ann Claver. Hey, Beth Ann. Thank you all. And now I'm going to turn it over to Natalie Miller Moore, chair of our nominating committee, who will share this blessing for our board members on behalf of the congregation. Good morning, everyone. To you who have accepted the call to serve as leaders, we pledge to you our trust and support. We will join with you in efforts to enrich and sustain this community. Together, 
we will reach out to the community at large. We ask you to lead on our behalf and we promise to share with you openly and honestly supporting you in your tasks. Thank you to all of those who have accepted this call to serve WUU. Thank you. On behalf of all my fellow board members, I respond. Mindful of your trust and of the responsibility inherent in serving in this role, we take up this ministry of leadership. We accept with gratitude your support. We go forward together with you. Thank you all, wonderful board members. Thank you congregation for all the support that you know that, that you are sending to our board members as they do this critical work on all our behalf. Thank you all. And now I am going to invite you to be in a spirit of meditation reflection, and prayer. Many years ago, Norbert and Maya Chopik offered these words of prayer at the flower ceremonies that their congregation in Prague observed. And I want to offer these words to you now, for you. In the name of Providence, which implants in the seed the future of the tree, and in the hearts of human beings, the longing for people to live in love. In the name of the highest in whom we move and who makes us all what we are. In the name of sages and great religious leaders who sacrificed their lives to hasten the coming of peace and justice. Let us renew our resolution sincerely to be real siblings to one another, regardless of any kind of bar which estranges one from another. In this holy resolution, may we be strengthened, knowing that one spirit, the spirit of love, unites us. And may we endeavor for a more perfect and more joyful life. Today, may the Chapik's aspirations guide us as we lift up so many joys and sorrows that are intertwined. This weekend, we celebrate Juneteenth, celebrating this day of freedom and power for the African-American community and for our country. This month, we celebrate pride with such deep gratitude for the beautiful diversity of the human family. And on this day, we celebrate the summer solstice, the turn of the year, the long days and summer warmth that bless us with abundance. Today, we celebrate Father's Day. We honor all the fathers and father figures who give their love and care and would give their life for their kids. And on this day, we remember the fathers and father figures we have loved who are no longer with us. And especially today, with deep sorrow, we mourn the death of one among us, Charles Tankersley. Charles passed away on Tuesday night. Charles, beloved husband, beloved father and grandfather, beloved member of this congregation. Our hearts are with Charles's beloved wife, Trenna, and with his whole family, and we hold them in love. And now I invite you to take a moment and call to mind those who are especially on your heart today. If you're on Zoom, I invite you to type their names into the chat as we all open our hearts to the concerns and sorrows and joys among us. So many joys and sorrows in our midst and moving in the life of the world. And as we hold them all, I invite you to add your own silent prayers and meditations.
And to close this time of meditation and prayer, Dave Robbins would like to sing a song that comes to us from the African-American tradition. It's Tommy Dorsey's beautiful song, Precious Lord. Whatever your theology, I invite you to listen for the heart message underneath that we are not alone, that help is present now and always. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, I am Thank you, Dave. What a wonderful choice for today. Each Sunday, we make an offering from the bounty we are blessed to enjoy. We do so in a spirit of generosity and in recognition of our ongoing commitment to serve our world and share our values. If you're joining us for the first time, please feel free to give if you wish, and also know that your presence is gift enough. Today, our offering will benefit our Journey to Asylum project. Please welcome Kim Barbaji to tell us a little more. Good morning. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today and have the honor of introducing you to our first Journey to Asylum family. This is Mariela, her nine-month-old daughter, Diana, and her five-year-old son, Jorge. We will be sponsoring, housing, 
financially supporting and accompanying this family as they seek legal asylum and become self-sufficient through this immigrant justice program. So this is, this is the part where I masterfully weave our theme of flower communion into what I have to say to you. So let's talk about putting down roots. What does that mean? For a plant, it's the process of beginning to draw nourishment from the soil through its roots. For a person, it's the process of beginning to settle one's life in a particular place. As we welcome our first family, let's consider ways in which we can employ both of these definitions. What will Mariela and her children need in the way of nourishment as they enter this phase of their journey to safety and asylum? Shelter, food, clothing, healthcare. These are the necessities and funding for these things is absolutely essential, hence our ask today. Also important is the assistance we give them in settling into this new life in this new community. This project is ours homegrown, if you will, to weave, to further weave that theme in there. Um, and over time, there will be many ways to get involved. What an incredible opportunity for us to put our UU principles into practice to make the world a little more beautiful. And what a time in our history to be able to make such a positive impact. My flower today, let's see if I can pull this out for you. Ah, sorry. My flower today was originally part of a larger hydrangea plant from my sister's garden in Norfolk. As you can see, the transition was pretty rough on it. We've got some wilt. Um, I've been caring for it though and giving it love. And now tiny roots, you probably can't see them, but tiny roots are growing are forming and eventually I will plant it in the ground. The hope is that with some tending and the right conditions, this little branch from another place entirely will find its new home here, growing strong in its own right and adding to the beauty and diversity of my own garden. You see, those are plants from my garden and how beautiful it will be when these are all growing together. See how the other plants are kind of lifting that one up, supporting it while it grows. Few of us can even imagine the hardship and trauma Mariela and her children have endured. The decision to leave everything and everyone you've ever known must have been incredibly difficult and is certainly telling of the fear and the violence that motivated Mariela to set out on her, with, with her infant daughter and her young son on this journey to asylum. It's also important to recognize that there was most certainly beauty in her life in Mexico. Dear friends and family, the only culture, language, food, and landscape she's ever known. These are parts of her world that she will most certainly grieve, but with time and space and support, she will put down roots in this new place. Your contribution today will not only help us prepare the soil for Mariela and her children to put down those roots, but also help nurture their growth while they are with us with compassion and solidarity. If there were ever a time to be a ray, a ray of light in the storm, it is now. Please, forgive me, dig deep as you consider what you can give today and let's help this beautiful young family not just survive, but thrive. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kim. Um, what a beautiful way you had of weaving the themes today with our beautiful family. If you'd like to give through our website, please visit www.wuu.org and click on Give Online to WUU. If you'd like to give by text, please text the dollar amount of your gift to 757-500-0688. Again, that's 757-500-0688. And just follow the prompts from there. Or if you prefer to give by check, 
please email your check to WUU 3051 Ironbound Road, Williamsburg, Virginia 23185. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. We have two readings on beauty today by the Reverend Mary Catherine Morn and the Reverend Sean Parker Dennison. This reading is on beauty by Mary, Reverend Mary Catherine Morn. Beauty does more than awaken us. It also admonishes us. It demands something. We're here in religious community, not to hide from the anguished cries or the tender lullabies. We are here in religious community, not to protect our hearts from breaking. We're here together to borrow courage for the task of coming alive. We're here so that together we might heed the admonitions of beauty, answer its call to create, protect, and preserve. And I want to share a very brief reading by the Reverend Sean Parker Dennison. He says, the ability to see beauty is the beginning of our moral sensibility. What we believe is beautiful, we will not wantonly destroy. You know, in Maya and Norbert Chapek's time, the Nazis came and they could not see the beauty in those whose lives they destroyed. But the Chapek's message of kindness, compassion, and respect has persisted for many years because it is stronger than the voices of hate that tried to drown it out. Their message was simple. Every living being is precious. Every person is beautiful. And what we believe is beautiful, we will not wantonly destroy. Some 25 years after Norbert Chopik was killed, a new movement for equality burst out with the Stonewall Rebellion. LGBTQ folks saying enough to police harassment and intimidation, proclaiming that diversity is a beautiful thing, a wonderful thing, because what we believe is beautiful, we will not wantonly destroy. Today, Black Lives Matter activists are carrying forward that message preached not only by the Chapex, not only by LGBTQ activists, by Gandhi, by Dr. King, so many other witnesses to human dignity and human rights, witnesses to the sacred truth that Black lives are precious and beautiful. And what we believe is beautiful, we will not wantonly destroy. 
here at WU. In just a few days, we will welcome to our campus Mariela and her children. They've come from their home in Michoacan, Mexico, where a growing culture of gang violence has tried to make human lives disposable. But here, may this place be for Mariela and her children, a shelter and a refuge, a place where they can blossom freely without fear. What we believe is beautiful, we will not wantonly destroy. And here in this place, in this community, we affirm that every living being is beautiful. With this truth firmly in our minds and hearts, let us celebrate our flower communion for this year online, a communion of beauty. When we gather in person, we bring our flowers forward to make giant communal bouquets. How I miss that. I know that some of you are missing that too. And though we cannot do that this year, while we're online, there are some benefits. I've heard many of you speak about how wonderful it is to see each other's beautiful faces more closely online than we can in person even. And so today we get to enjoy each other's beauty and also the flowers and the other beautiful things that we have brought today. I'm gonna to invite everyone now to hold up the flower that you have brought and I'll, I'll take mine here. Hold up the flower that you brought or houseplant or beautiful object so we can all see it. And if you are on Zoom, I invite you now to switch over to gallery view and just spend a minute or two going from screen to screen and savoring the collective beauty that is here today. Let's take a moment and just appreciate. Thank you, Dave, and thank you all. And now I want to invite you to shift your attention to the flower or plant or object that you yourself have brought. And I invite you to join in a short uh, collective blessing for this congregation and for the larger community. And I invite you to think about what blessing does your flower or plant or object represent that you want to offer to the community Kim, I love that you brought hydrangeas. I brought a hydrangea blossom as well. This is from my yard. And my blessing is um, I love hydrangeas because they are able to change color depending on what kind of soil they're planted in, but all their colors are beautiful. And so my blessing is a hope that each one of you will flourish no matter where you're planted. 
So how about you? What blessing would you offer? I invite you to uh, type your name into the chat if you'd like us to call on you or raise your hand. And we'll take about five minutes to, um, to welcome a few people to speak and share a blessing. Who would like to share? So as we move to close this flower communion for 2020 and this service, um, I want to offer a song which was taught by Thich Nhat Hanh's Plum Village community. Many years ago, I had the blessing of hearing him speak uh, at that event. One of his students taught this song and I offer it now to honor all who would breathe freely and to honor the beauty, the beauty that lives within each living, breathing being. I'm gonna take a moment to send the words to the chat. You might happen to know the song, and if you know it, feel free to sing along with me. We'll keep you muted, but feel free to sing along. Breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in, breathing out. I am blooming as a flower. I am fresh as the dew. I am solid as a mountain. I am firm as the earth. I am free. Breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. I am water reflecting what is real, what is true. And I feel there is space deep inside of me. I am free, I am free, I am free. Amen, and may it be so. Now let us say the words to extinguish the chalice. And we invite you to blow out your candle at the same time. We will paste the words in the Zoom chat. That'll give us a little time, a minute or so, and gather together in unison. Is on camera. We extinguish this flame and not the, the light, light of truth, truth. the warmth of community, <laughs> the fire of commitment we carry in our hearts until we are together again. Our benediction comes from Norbert Chopik himself. He used to say these words every year to bless the flower communion. And I invite you to Extend your hands, knowing that we are joined as one. Infinite spirit of life, we ask your blessing on these thy messengers of fellowship and love. May they remind us amid diversity to be one in desire and affection. Remind us of the value of comradeship, of doing and sharing alike. May we cherish friendship as one of thy most precious gifts. And may we realize that whatever we can do, great or small, the efforts of all of us are needed to do thy work in this world. Bless you all, bless this world. May it be so, and amen. <laughs>